How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 540 of Smart Podcast, Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell. We are still doing our year-end recaps. We've got holiday wishes, wins, and books. What more do you need, right? This week, Carrie, Sneezy, Sandra, Claudia, Darlene Marshall, and Catherine are joining me to send holiday wishes, year-end wins, and many, many books. So many books. Hold on to your holiday TBR. We got a lot of books to talk about. Hello and thank you to our Patreon community who, well, makes these episodes possible because you are in them. If you would like to support the show with a pledge of any amount, have a look at patreon.com slash smartbitches. Pledges start at $1 and Patreon members get bonus episodes, a Discord community, and the chance to be in episodes like these. If you are interested in joining, please do have a look at patreon.com slash smartbitches. This episode is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, Blissey. If you've heard about the benefits of a silk pillowcase, but you've never tried one, listen up. I've been sleeping on a Blissey pillowcase and oh my gosh, I had no idea silk pillowcases were so amazing. Blissey's award-winning 100% mulberry silk pillowcases are a total upgrade for your hair and your skin and your sleep. Silk is terrific for sleep. It doesn't dry out my hair or absorb any of my moisturizer. And my hair is so much less frizzy and brittle in the morning. I was shocked at how much of a difference it made. Plus, it's always cool. The cool side of the pillow is the one that I'm sleeping on. In fact, the cat and I are currently fighting over it. Blissey pillowcases are made of 100% mulberry silk. They are hypoallergenic and they're machine washable. And it's the perfect gift. Everyone needs a pillowcase, right? It's a gift of smooth hair and better sleep. And it arrives in gift-ready packaging. Everyone loves Blissey. They have a ton of different prints and colors, and they make great gifts because there's an option for literally anyone. They have over 1 million raving fans, and you could be next. Try now risk-free for 60 nights and get an additional 30% off. That's B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash Sarah to get an additional 30% off. Your skin and hair will thank you. 
This episode is brought to you in part by Honey Love. Whether you are dressing up for the holidays or embracing the comforts of home, Honey Love is on a mission to make sure we're all comfortable. You deserve to save big this holiday season too. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with the code Sarah at HoneyLove.com. You can support the show and check them out at HoneyLove.com and use code Sarah. Because this holiday season is all about self-love and comfort. If you've got holiday gatherings, Honey Love Shapewear is here to support you and work with your body, not against it. You don't have to worry about Honey Love Shapewear rolling up or down or having problems using the bathroom mid-party because the Superpower Short has a convenient opening in the panty region. I love thoughtful design. And Honey Love is more than just sculpt wear. The crossover bra is one of the most popular and I understand why. It offers wonderful support without underwires. I sent one to Amanda to try as well. She really liked it. You will feel incredible in Honey Love. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% at honeylove.com with code Sarah. Use code Sarah at honeylove.com. Feel and look as sexy as possible these holidays with Honey Love shapewear. You deserve it. This episode is brought to you in part by my favorite nerdy vitamin, Ritual. I am very much a set it and forget it person. I like solutions that are easy, that I can trust, and that I don't really have to think about because I never know what day or month or year it is. But I want to look after my health and I want to make sure I'm taking a multivitamin. That's why I like Ritual. It's simple. I never have to remember to order more. And I know what's in each one. Ritual has a first of its kind traceable supply chain, so I can see where all of the ingredients come from and why they're there. I know that there's vitamin D from the UK and omega-3 DHA from microalgae in Canada. And the delayed release capsule is designed to be gentle on the stomach, so it never gives me that nasty fishy aftertaste either. I really like my nerdy vitamin. I love how easy it is, and I can start and snooze or cancel my subscription at any time. Start a vitamin ritual that you can trust. To get started, visit ritual.com slash Sarah today and get 10% off your first three orders. That's ritual.com slash Sarah to start your new ritual today. This episode is brought to you by my favorite comfortable washable shoes, Rothy's. If you are looking for the perfect, stylish, and sustainable gift for someone you love or you have some holiday festivities to attend, may I suggest Rothy's? Rothy's shoes are perfect for holiday parties because they look dressed up, but they're really comfortable and they're stylish. They come in so many patterns and colors, you will find the perfect match for your go-to party outfit and then you will find yourself wearing your Rothy's every time. Rothy's are made out of recycled plastic, so they're durable and they're sustainably made and... As you know, they're washable. Chuck them in the washing machine, they come out looking new. They are really the perfect gift. They feel great out of the box. They stretch to fit, although I do suggest ordering a size up in the points. They have so many styles, the point, the loafer, the flat, the sneakers, and the ankle boots. Plus, they just released merino wool slippers. I love Rothy's a lot, and I think I need some slippers. Not only because of how long they last, but how great they look as long as I own them. Get stylish shoes, versatile and durable enough to wear all the time with Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash Sarah. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Sarah. Are you ready for holiday wishes and lots and lots and lots of good books? I mean, I am. On with the podcast. Starting with Claudia. My holiday wishes for everyone. um, Now, we have the uh, what ifs, which are, you know, world peace and all these nice, lovely things and the happy endings. And I know those are certainly not reasonable. What I would wish for everyone, um, and this is kind of a funny one, I would wish for them a well-curated social media stream um, because I have somehow managed to have the most brilliantly curated uh, Twitter, Instagram, which is my favorite place on earth because it's visual, um, and TikTok. I find the most fabulous people. They, in, they A lot of them are influencers. Some of them are not. But when I scroll through on my social media, I don't get stressed out. So I would wish that for everyone. That's so uh, lovely. It really is a break for me. I, I love and I could sit there and flip through Instagram all day long and it is very visual and I'm a visual person. So um, that is definitely that. And to just find the joy in every tiny thing you can find it in. Yeah. Uh, whether anyone thinks you should be joyful about it or not. Agreed. I love um, the idea of wishing people a well-curated social media feed that doesn't stress them out. Yeah. I completely understand that. 
Because I caught myself getting all kinds of pissed off this morning. And I'm like, okay, you need to just not be here. Let's let's go. Well, and I get very irritated. I understand the articles and I'm always very mouthy about the, the, the other side of it is we've got to get these kids off social media. And I'm like, yes, and that works just as well as telling them not to have sex. <laughs> so how about instead we start educating them on, hey, have you seen this person? Hey, have you seen um, Alec Benman? I'm having a bad name day with my fibromyalgia. Um, Alec, I always remember. My trans folks, my non-binary folks, my on TikTok, my, my gay teachers, the, the lesbians that are out there, you know, lesbian it up and, and speaking wisdom and making bread and... Um, Folding laundry. You know, Oh, folding and Greg from New Orleans, find your joy. You know, Greg's yeah. my favorite person on TikTok. There are positives out there, and I know there are, because about three years ago, I started finding these women that changed the way that not only about how I looked at myself and my body, but how I perceived other people. Yeah. And it, it changed my life. So when people are like, there's nothing good on social media, I'm like, I, I've gotten into many a discussion in my uh, social social work discussion boards about that. Yeah. It is worth what it is, but you have to put some work into making sure it is. Yeah. Curating a social media feed to make you happy is a lovely, lovely wish. So what book made you extremely happy this year? Book time. Okay. So I screenshot it last night. I almost said screenshot it last night. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Um, there's actually, um, it's a genre, it's a genre, a literal and a metaphorical genre of black girl magic. Oh, and this poison heart by Kaylin Bayron. Mm-hmm. The second one is this wicked fate. Uh, the quote, and I've got a poster up on my wall. That's what I'm looking the, up. The covers um, are so gorgeous. Aren't they? Oh my God. Whenever you hear a story about villainous women, you should ask who's telling the story. Yes, so true. I go to Y'all Fest every year, so I, it's not like I bury me under my TBR. And she was one of the ones, um, I believe, that was in my owl crate. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get this on Kindle because I buy physical books because, you know, I have to, but I can't read them anymore. No, I, I can't either. Kindle. I have to make the text size as big as possible. Yep. And the black background with the white or the creamy white font is the best thing for your eyes ever. Oh, so nice. Um, I even have my my e-ink Kindle set to be dark screen. It's very nice. But yeah, this Poison Heart, I loved it because she's got um, she's got two lesbian moms. Um, they move from the city and they move out into this huge house that I could immediately, like I saw it in my head. Yeah. I saw yeah. all of it in my head. And, um, the second one that I read, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to pick two because I probably have 80, um, blood, blood like magic by Lizelle Sanberry. The second one's also come out. That series is brilliant because it combines technology with generational magic. Oh, I love books like that. Um, they're both just really, and they're both really active on social media, um, and they're in that small group of authors that recommend one another. And that's another danger. Really good authors that recommend other authors. So yeah, those are, that has been my jam this year. Um, and then I found Maisie Dobbs, which is a 17 book series, which from September up until last week I read. I love um, a good long series. Like I did the same thing in the early pandemic with the CAD file mysteries. Oh, it's okay. It's so great. But just the idea of immersing yourself in a very far away world for book after book is so soothing, isn't it? It is. And you know, it's funny because I, I was almost done with Maisie Dobbs and then there's three or four sequels that are out and I need to start this series, which I did. And I'm like blood and ash. I think it is. Mm -hmm. Um, which I got off of one of your Friday emails. Thanks. You're incorrigible. Um, I half my books are because of that email. If y'all don't subscribe to that email, you're crazy. <laughs> um, Thank you. I have, I have accidentally found books through that. Like I accidentally found the Charlotte Holmes series. So you were talking, y'all were talking about some other series and I typed it in and I'm like, wait, there's a YA series, you know, and now three other people I know are obsessed with it. Y'all are, y'all are dangerous in quite a wonderful way. What's your win for 2022? My win for 2022 is tiny conversations um, with people who matter on a daily basis. And that sounds kind of funny. Um, I, like I that. have 
at any given point in time, I have like five different conversations open, whether I've got people that talk to me on Instagram, people talk to me on Twitter, depending on where they live, quote unquote. Right, right, right. But I have um, several groups on um, Messenger. Uh, to my two Georgia girls, Heather and Kenna, we met each other through Supernatural Fandom. So they're amazing human beings. And whenever I'm having a really shitty day, Kenna sends me footage of her rooster vengeance. <laughs> He's a fancy rooster. Oh. Um, just all these different friends from all over the place that I legitimately could not get through the day without. The balance is, again, those small conversations with really amazing people. That's been my win for 2022. Thank you. It's been so nice to talk to you. It's been nice to talk to you as well. And I will definitely, um, you'll be getting stuff from me. Hello there. Hello. It's been a long time. How are you? I feel like we, any of us now can say, well, I survived and that's a good thing. Yeah, really. Uh, Yeah. So thank God uh, we're all doing well and vaxxed out the wazoo and everybody's doing okay. And uh, that's the important thing as we close out this year. That's very true. So this is pretty simple. I have four questions. The first is really easy. If you would please introduce yourself, tell the people who will be listening who you are and what you do. Sure. My name is Darlene Marshall, and I write historical romance, mostly about pirates and privateers and smugglers, and as my tagline says, and the occasional possum. Many of my books are set in Florida in the 19th century, so I get to introduce people to the whole concept of Florida history, which strikes them as very strange. But uh, we've always been a a special place here. That hasn't changed. That's absolutely true. So Mm -hmm. what are your holiday wishes for everyone this year? Well, we have added a new generation to our family since the last time I spoke with you. So I am now. Thank you. I am officially a bubby. And uh, I yeah, and I am leaning into that cronehood stage a lot more than I ever expected to. So I am loving that. And um, my wishes for the coming year, of course, will be that everyone should stay healthy and and feel valued, which I think a lot of people during the pandemic, that was a hard thing to grasp a hold of. Yeah. We all need to to feel like we matter. And I hope that many people going forward will feel that way and that we'll appreciate people more, particularly our frontline workers, the healthcare workers, the delivery people, the ones who show up to do the jobs. They're mm. really important. Absolutely. So I like that so much. And congratulations. Thank you. That Thank is you. so exciting. He is, of course, the world's cutest grandbaby. I have My, no uh, doubt. Yeah, my son and his husband, when they called and told us, we were over the moon. So it's just been one adventure after another. That is so, it's been so much so fun. great. Ah, yeah. All right. Yeah. What was a book? And I will say that everyone I've spoken to has brought more than one. So if you couldn't choose one, that's okay. What was a book that really made you happy this year? Well, I, I tried to be good and I did narrow it down to one, which Coincidentally, I just finished this week and it blew me away, but it was published in 2022. Mm -hmm. And it's Nettle and Bone by T. Kingfisher. I have become, well, T. Kingfisher for me now is an auto buy. And and I just love their work. Anything that they've published, I've really enjoyed. But this one in particular, I just loved everything about it the banter, the characters, the mythology the underlying plot of women who believe they don't have agency and discover that they do in in the most dramatic and wonderful ways. So I highly recommend uh, Nettle and Bone. And if I get to recommend more than one, now that we're doing the whole cronehood thing, I also want to strongly recommend Killers of a Certain Age by Deanna Rayborn. I loved that book. It was so good. I mean, just so good. Starting with the premise that old women are invisible. I mean, nobody pays attention to them. 
And so literally, they get away with murder. And and I loved every part of it. It was great characters, great writing, great story. And I've been recommending it to everybody I know who is of a certain age. I could not stop reading that book. It, well, me either. I stayed up so late. I, I was like, nobody, just nobody talked to me. I need no, just <laughs> no, no talking. I'm, I could not stop reading it. And I loved the way that it flipped back and forth between the present day and then how they were recruited and their early cases so that at the end you realize how the past and present timelines are matching up. And in every yes. case, they're underestimated because of what they look like. Right. It, it's, it really brought home how awful it was and is. Mm-hmm. They were underestimated before because they were pretty women. Yep. And so nobody took them seriously. Uh, the guys were always in charge. And now they're underestimated because they're old women and nobody takes them seriously. And all of it, the way it just all melded together at the end, I loved every part of it. I thought it was fabulous. And I'd love to see it made into a good movie. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So many great actresses could be in that. I imagine that the absolute scrum between actresses to play those roles would be something to see. I mean, that is such a fun fan casting exercise, just thinking about all of the different women who would just kill in those roles, literally and figuratively. Literally. (laughs) It would be fun to watch. And of course, everyone says Helen Mirren would probably be at the top of the list. But I could also see Sally Fields. I could see Julia Roberts. I could see all kinds of people who would be great in that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. and then also, mm-hmm. oh, you know who else would be good? Jacqueline Smith from Charlie's Angels. Yes. Oh, that yes. would be good. That would be so good. I I really and hope Gene, that gets Gina awesome. Davis. Yes. Gina Davis. Oh, I, we could spend all afternoon. We could do this, this all day. Honestly, this is great. Oh my gosh. And and yeah. Viola Davis yeah. would be incredible. I mean, uh, okay, I could spec a fan cast this. And I'm not usually into fan casting. This is this is mm-hmm. what I'm going to think about when I can't sleep. And I need to make a list. I'm just going to cast this book. That's what I'm going to do. Thank you for that. (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. I planted kind of a new earworm for you. So enjoy. Excellent. So what was a win for you in 2022? I found it very difficult to write during COVID. And that was a disaster for me. But fortunately, in 2022, my books have been published in France. And... Yes. And there are a whole lot of French readers all over the world. So now I have readers in Vietnam, Canada, in uh, Africa, in the Caribbean, wherever, and of course, in Europe. Right. And the French sales really motivated me to get back into it. And so I finished a novella, which I am waiting to publish. And I am about 60,000 words into my ninth novel. And I think that's going to be the start of a new series. So 2022, a win for me was getting back into my writing and finding my groove there. That's so fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. How cool to be published in so many places. Oh, it is so much fun. Somebody once said foreign rights publication, because you've already done all the work. Yeah. Foreign rights publications are kind of like a smiling stranger speaking a language you don't know coming up to you and shoving money in your pockets. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and it's wonderful. So, uh, and I I have loved uh, seeing reviews from around the world and communicating with fans of my books in another language. And I started Duolingo so I could at least, you know, say a few things. And uh, it's been a real growth year for me. And I love that. That I'm feeling good about that. Outstanding. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much you. for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you for being part of my my year-end celebration. I'm enjoying it. And uh, I always like to see the book recommendations on SBTV and, uh, you know, just the idea of all of us being in this, like, huge international casual book club Yeah, where we get to say, oh, have you read this yet? Have you read this? If you like this, you're going to love this. That is so enjoyable. It really is. It's one of the most lovely communities. I'm so honored that people hang out with me every day there. It's so lovely. 
So thank you so much. Happy Hanukkah and Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you very much. And you also, and Happy Hanukkah to your family and Happy Holidays to everybody who is tuning in to listen. You you. take care of yourself. Right back at you. So I'm Sneezy, a Canadian smut demon here in Boba Land. Yeah, I'm Carrie, and um, I'm from Sacramento, California. All right, so we have many time zones in this conversation, many, many time zones. Sneezy, let's start with you. What are your holiday wishes for everyone? Okay, so if my wishes are long, I, I, I really thought about this one. So I wish everybody peace and joy, and uh, I wish everybody would let go of the things that wreck your peace, such as moose in your house. <laughs> moose out, it'll be fine. All of the and, Canadians who are listening are like, why would you have a moose in your house? Have you seen how big they are? <laughs> They're really mean. Like, they'll kill you. What was that? They're very <laughs> mean. Yes. Yes, they'll kill you. They'll kick you to death. They're mean little bastards. I hope everybody allows themselves to feel the wealth of love they feel for the people in their lives. Don't hold back. Uh, this is coming from neurodivergent. If you feel like you love bombing people, like check in with yourself, check in with them, have boundaries. That's all good. But let yourself love people as much as you do. Don't, don't, don't hold back. That's important. And believe in yourself that you have the resiliency and the capability to achieve what you need and want. Carrie, what about you? What are your holiday wishes for everyone? Well, I don't want to follow that. I mean, there was a there was a moose and beautiful sentiments. What's what could possibly go wrong? So you know, like I said, about the usual, right? Health and happiness and peace and joy and those things because they're important, and I do wish them for people. But I think if I had to come up with an individual thing, I would say I wish for everybody to be kind to themselves and have more patience for yourself. Sneezy, let's start with you. What are some book or, or books? I, I understand the I understand the task that I have set before you. What are some ta- uh, some books <laughs> book bookuses that have made you really happy this year? Uh, it's not it's not the book that made me happiest per se, but because it, it's a really difficult book for me to get through. Uh, I'm I think only at the beginning of chapter two right now, but it is certainly the most important book for me this year, and that has been. Um, Women with Attention Deficit Disorder by Sari Soldan. And um, uh, Susan mentioned it in, I think, a Whatcha Reading post. And that's how I started looking into it. Mm-hmm. And it has been the most important book because um, the the stories and the things uh, the book goes over really describes my experience being undiagnosed as uh, a person socialized as a femme um in you know now now in adulthood and and only recently started thinking about ADHD maybe like a couple of years ago um just sort of the the feeling of like why can't I get my life together I thought I was smart everyone says I'm smart uh why why do I not get anything done it must be a problem with me like those stories are so hard for me to listen through um but they really allowed me to advocate for myself when I was seeking my ADHD diagnosis. It's it's one of those things where it has been such a huge barrier in my life and I need to like really get on it. Was all of this Um, in English or did you have to do this in another language? Luckily I can speak Chinese well. um, So this was in Chinese. Yes. You went to get an assessment in Chinese, Mm. which is already very difficult. Having somebody assess you is very difficult. And you went through this whole yeah. process in Chinese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will quote you what my husband always says to me. Give yourself some fucking yeah. credit. That's hard. No shit. That is hard. You need to give yourself a bushel of credit because that was so hard and you did it. Good on you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. You know what I said? It's not like, is it? Is it? Cantonese or or Mandarin or or what Mandarin Mandarin it's not like you're mm. you're speaking fluent Mandarin to people who are speaking fluent Mandarin about how to catch the bus and how their day was and where and the how bathroom the is yeah complex emotional nuances right where the exact shading of the word 
matters. Absolutely true. Oh my God. Give yourself some fucking credit. Yes. Thank you. So good job. (laughs) Okay. Thanks very much. Carrie, what about you? Uh, what is a book that made you happy this year? Unless, unless Sneezy, you have another book to mention, which is cool. Oh, uh, this one, this one's a webtoon. Um, That's fine. It's a world one, uh, a world one campus affair on uh, line webtoon or neighbor webtoon, depending on where you're in the world. I, I didn't think I would have the bandwidth for um, like YA uh, new adult stories, but turns out, I really fucking do. <laughs> like they're so cute, and they're making all these like smudge muffin mistakes. And there's this like, um, okay, so I should I should say what the story's about. So it's about a returning student to campus, and uh, she has been accused of being the other woman with this professor, Ugh. which obviously we're, alarm bells is already ringing. And uh. this said professor, you know, wrote a confession note. This said professor, like, lied to her, obviously, about not having a family and a child. And, you know, possibly even stole her ideas because he's an arts professor. It's just like, oh, around that time, his uh, art was, like, really taking off. What a shame. And it's like, oh, lo and behold, this student is really fucking good at art. Oh. So that, that that's just... That's speculation on my part, uh, and it's pop is a popular one in the comments. If you ever read manga, um, there's like a lot of like visual cues. Like there's this one uh, character who's a cafe owner and also a part time uh, model for for art classes, and he just he's always sparkling. He just always dazzling. <laughs> it's one of the few webtoons I know that does not have just like one shape for all the characters. It actually has like a slightly chubbier character. Which is like still, if, if like two North American audiences would still just be like still straight sized, mm-hmm. right? But like that's a really big fucking deal in webtoons. Like that rarely happens. Carrie, what <laughs> about you? What are some books that made you very happy this year? Blah. I am so happy that people before me paved the important ground of cheating and bringing multiple books to the table. So um, I have a couple one of them is um i don't know so much that these books made me happy is that they were really challenging and they were really important to me and those were two books by devin price laziness does not exist which sarah you told me about and then i forgot you told me about it um and unmasking autism and they were really helpful for me with understanding the needs of my family members but there was also a huge crossover in applicability to chronic pain, even though that wasn't the topic of the books. Absolutely. Uh, a little bit with like, this does not exist. You talked about that a little bit more specifically. But but generally speaking, I would feel really resistant about something in the book. Even the title of Laziness did not exist. Man, that bugged me. I really dig in. And then I realized that it was addressing something really specifically that I was struggling with. So, you know, I thought I was reading about other people, but surprise. Nope. Um, so those were really important books to me this year. Um, and then I have two fantasy novels that were completely different and completely different from each other. And one was When Women Were Dragons by Kelly Barnhill. Oh my God, it made me so happy. And it was really, I wrote a review about it, but it was very challenging to review because it also broke my heart over and over again. Oh my God, it was really painful, but it also made me really happy. Mm -hmm. And because I don't want to put in spoilers, it was really difficult for me to articulate how something that had all these painful moments, they weren't trauma porn, but they were definitely things that, you know, and and a lot of them were like microaggressions characters would run into, right? it was so, oh my God, it was so frustrating, but I could see it was so relatable and I could see like my mother's generation and my grandmother's generation yeah. and my generation all reflected in it. And the way that it subverted certain expectations yeah. was really thrilling. And the way that it brought a sense of empowerment in a way for the main character that I had not expected from the very beginning of the book, I kind of thought things would turn out a certain way, right? right? But it really validated the idea of multiple roads to a good life, multiple definitions yeah. of what empowerment could look like, so that it was just thrilling in like 
the real sense of the word thrilling, not like an action movie is thrilling because it's exciting, but, but where you just are thrilled. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. And then for a less challenging book, that's just a warm, cozy hug all the way through is Legends of Lattes by Travis Baltry. Wait, is it, Bal- sorry, Baldry, sorry. Um, Glycens and Lattes has a super cute cover and everyone was really excited about it. I would say that if you're the type of person who's going to pick up a book with that title and that cover, you will not be disappointed by the contents because it's very reflective of what's actually in the book. It's just warm and snuggly and, but also very inventive in taking these sort of fantasy world tropes that a lot of people who love fantasy are very well versed in and doing something totally different with them. Absolutely. Nothing was surprised like, oh my God, there's just like a very subtle but enjoyable different way to read about these characters that we've read about in different contexts before. Um, we talk a lot about, about covers too, right? Like on the site, we talk a yeah. lot about covers. And this was a really great cover. And one of yes. the things I love about the cover, again, is if you like the cover, you will like the book. Yes. Because the, the cover communicates exactly what it yes. is. Yes. Um, so the, the main character is an orc who is retiring from her life as an adventurer slash mercenary and is opening a coffee shop in a city where nobody knows what coffee is. It's a gnomish invention, in case you're wondering, from those gnomes. Um, and, Fair. and so, so she's opening this coffee shop and in the process, right, you have home renovation happiness and you have competence happiness. Everybody's very good at what they do. You have a lot of found family, which is one of my big, big catnip tropes. And you also have kind of a more subtle or found family in the sense that a good coffee shop is sort of a gathering place for, for a community. Yeah. So there like the the main character group of found family and then the larger extended community building feeling of them having a central place to hang out at um and i adored it i absolutely adored it it was exactly what i needed if your preference is reading books about the raiding party adventurers doing raiding party things then you might not like it because there's a minimum of that kind of thing there's a little at the beginning but mostly, you know, it's about like, you know, you have to like re-roof the building because it's really crappy and in bad repair. And that takes a lot of time. If you are the type of person who likes the fanfic of what happens after the big battle. Yeah, I love that. Stuff. This is exactly your jam. Exactly. There's so much story in the mundane, right? Like there's so yeah. much story to yeah. be told in mundane moments. And you know, my other my other picks, the Devin Price books and the When Women Were Dragons, they made me uh, really happy, but they were also really challenging. Yes. And then you felt a big payoff. Yes. This was not very challenging. You just relax and just let it wash over you. Only you're going to feel really hungry because there's cinnamon rolls. Yeah, a lot of pastry. And- it's a total cinnamon roll of a book, and it has cinnamon rolls in the book. Which so can only be have- deliberate, right? Oh, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't want to give away the whole book, but you can tell it was just squee from beginning to end. Carrie, what was a win oh. for you in 2022? I really struggle with this question, Sarah. I, it was a real roller coaster of a year. It has been a lot. And I started the year with one daughter, and I ended the year with two daughters. So that was exciting. And um, <laughs> yes, so I guess a win for me is the expansion of my family was really, really amazing and, and unbelievably wonderful. And then also the fact that, you know, uh, both of my daughters are the same age. They're three days apart. Oh. And they both graduated from high school and they're both kind of following these different academic paths, but they're doing, getting to know them sort of more as a, adults yeah and as babies like this is sort of a weird middle period where i think they would tell you that i should see them completely as adults and i would say <laughs> you don't need the evidence it's just a, it's a tricky time but i can definitely see in you know this transition happening to where they're grown-ups and my job is different and my relationship with them is different yeah. 
And if I can manage to get all the way there, then that will be a great relationship. Yep. I can just enjoy them. It's an interesting period. and But definitely like the expansion of our family was a huge, huge win and really exciting. Nice. Sneezy, what about you? I know this has been a hard year for you. What was a win for you in 2022 amid a lot of loss? It's a shared loss with everyone. Yeah. I, I guess you just made me think that, you know, it's not it's not a personal win on my part, but um, just community, being part of a community and letting other people show up for you. It's it's yeah. It's hard not to be the caretaker. I'm someone who feels like I failed when... I'm not the caretaker from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just this year, but also in like you know, the, the past couple years, like even before the pandemic, I, I was someone who instead had to take a back seat mm-hmm. and, you know, had to not fix everything for everyone. I had to recognize I can't do that and that's not my place. Mm-hmm. And I had to let other people show up for me. So read Devin Price's book because... It's, it's really fucking good, obviously. Got another book rec for you. There's a new book that's come out from the Nat Bishop, Trisha Hersey, called Rest is Resistance. That might be right up your street. Yeah. Rest is Resistance. Thank you. Yes, I'm going to write that down right now. My hold is in transit from the library, and I am very excited about this. Oh, yeah, that's totally a winter break book for me. And, you know, like, like toxic stuff goes deep because the very first thing I thought when I saw it was, oh, man, I should read that. And the very next thing I thing I thought when I saw that was, but I probably don't really qualify for that message. That's really for like other people. It's a lot of toxic crap to unpack, right? Yeah. I get really stressed about Christmas and making everybody happy. I get very codependent and freaky about it. But I think a lot of times we see things like the holidays, right? For somebody told me that for women in particular, and God help you if you're a stay-at-home parent, but for any woman, mm-hmm. holidays are our annual performance review in our head. That's what we're thinking. Oh, shit. You're that so right. Such, it's such garbage. It's one of those things like just choose not to be sad, right? I can see that that's toxic mm-hmm. garbage. I can see mm-hmm. that it's okay to buy cookies. Let the betting poll and the comments begin. Will I buy cookies or will I make cookies? Thank you guys so much for oh. doing this. And thank you for being part of my uh, my end of the year episode. It's such a pleasure to connect across so many time zones. Thank you for putting this together. And like, I, I always enjoy these podcasts too. and like talking about all these things and seeing all of your faces. That made me super fucking happy. Yay! <laughs> My name's Sandra. I am located in the Bay Area in California. Nice. That'll narrow it down. We'll all come to your house for dinner. Oh, my God. (laughs) So what are your holiday wishes for everyone? My holiday wishes for everyone. um, I hope that everyone can find the community that they are seeking in 2023. And If you already have a really wonderful community that you're really pleased with, then I hope that those relationships can deepen and strengthen in 2023. That's really lovely. I completely agree with you. Knowing who my people are, whether it's the people I talk to on my phone or my neighbors or the people on the internet, it it helps make really crappy days a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what is a book or books that has made you happy this year? Okay, so the romance series that has made me really happy this year is the Art and St. Ives series by Alexis Hall. Um, Just a quick little info about the series. The Art and St. Ives series is basically Fifty Shades of Grey, but if Anna had more of a personality and Christian wasn't horrible and abusive, and if it were gay, that's what the series is. And I love it so much. This isn't the first time I've read it, but I'm not, I'm sure it won't be the last either. On a surface level, I really love it because the main character, Arden, is just so fun to be around. And he's so funny. I feel like I laugh like every couple pages and I read it on my Kindle in like large font. So (laughs) it's just such a party (laughs) to read. And then on a deeper level, I feel like this is the case with a lot of Alexis Hall's books um 
he shows the messiness of like being vulnerable with people and connecting and really how how does someone become your person and he shows how messy that is but also how beautiful it is yes because of the mess and i feel like the series is a really great example of that and it's just so lovely to read especially when i was feeling more isolated just to engage vicariously in in the messiness and beauty of connecting with people and alexis hall writes great dialogue yes like on one hand like i read the dialogue and on one hand i'm like okay i don't know anyone who is this clever but i would love to know all of these people because they are so funny Save. Right, like, I'm like, where is Arden? I need to find you. Like, I need to step up my game. I am nowhere near a scintillating Alexis Hall hero. Like, I need to just up my game, right? Yeah, and even in your head, I'm like, I feel like I don't even think that many things, much <laughs> that many like incredibly witty, thoughtful things. <laughs> I don't even think that many things. I love the way Alexis Hall characters also talk to themselves. Yeah. Like that part is the most resonant with me whenever they're giving themselves a hard time or they're just like, yeah, of course you would say that, you jackass, only much more interesting the way I say it. The way they talk to themselves just adds so much to the character. I think this is such a great choice and well played naming a whole series of three books as one. I am very impressed. I'm very impressed because everyone has found a way around this and I'm just like, I'm fine with that. All right. So what is a win for you in 2022? A win for me in 2022 has been finding and building more community. Yay! Um, That's hard when you're an adult. It's so stupidly hard. Like, it's annoying how hard it is. Yeah. And I, like, graduated college during the pandemic. And so, Ah. you know, became a real adult during the pandemic and was you know, wanting to build community and meet new people, especially because I'd moved, but I was being a lot safer COVID-wise than a lot of people my age. So that was very hard. And this year I felt a lot more comfortable. And so I've been able to just go full social butterfly, meet tons of people and meet a number of people that I, I feel really lucky to have been able to meet and thrilled to be getting to know better. So I feel like that's a big win in 2022. That is a really big win especially graduating from college during the pandemic, like all of these major events you're supposed to have, like a graduation and a party and a final, like let's all have this one moment together and it's all gone and you're all on Zoom. Yeah, it's it's not the same as, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't, I don't love gatherings with large groups of other people. Like even in the before times, that was not my thing. But I've come to recognize more fully how important it is to have the moments where everyone who's assembled agrees this is something that's coming to an end and we're all here to acknowledge it. It's it's not yeah. as as maudlin as, say, a funeral, but it is marking an end, right? And when everyone is yeah. in the, the same space acknowledging that that's happening, it's a way of giving yourself closure and a complete sort of narrative arc. This was my college and now it is done. And missing yeah. all of that is really disorienting. Yeah, totally. I also was like, I mean, did I really want to sweat in the sun in like a gown that was, you know, just a sack? But like being able to just kind of see everyone for the last time in a while and say what you want to say and end it all. I mean, that just kind of didn't happen because everyone went home and never came back. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's it's and it, it, it doesn't really honor the community that you had. Because you do yeah. form a community in college. I mean, one of the people I interviewed yeah. for another episode is somebody I went to college with. And we were talking about, you know, going to college many, many, many yeah. years ago. Many, many years ago. <laughs> but it, it it marks a time that is ended. So good on you for creating a new community. Yeah, I feel really lucky to have found people that I found here. That's lovely and so important. And like I said, so hard as an adult. It shouldn't be as hard as it is, but it's so hard. Yeah, totally. I feel like the way I engage in friendships has really changed after college because it's like people are working so much more. You know, I thought I worked a lot in college, but like not as much as I do now. No. And, you know, then you get tired and you have to be like, okay, I, one of my closest friends, I see her like 
every two weeks or so and or maybe even more than that and my best friend in college like I we saw each other all the time oh yeah but it's like I still have a deep connection because we're making a commitment to like see each other you know and that's the the thing that that matters that is absolutely the thing that matters thank you so much for doing this it's been so lovely to chat with you so lovely to meet you too Sarah I'm so glad yeah we could find the time oh me too I will I will schedule these at any hour just so I can get a chance (laughs) to talk to everybody thank you so much and have a wonderful holiday season and a very happy new year thank you you too And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much to Carrie and Sneezy, to Claudia, Sandra, Darlene Marshall, and Catherine for connecting with me. It is so much fun to put these together, and I hope you are enjoying these holiday vibes as well. Catherine is joining us through the Patreon messaging portal. She was part of an episode I did about Heartstopper and how it really renovated her reading year. Her message is as follows. Engaging with Heartstopper in graphic novel, TV show, webtoon, and audiobook was a restart for me in 2022. Pandemic reading slump was pretty bad, and diving into this world got me reading again. I'm back, devouring books and ripping through my DBR pile. I'm still a very enthusiastic fan of Heartstopper, but it's more about loving romance in any form. I'm more open to different genres and mediums now. For sure, this is a win for me this year. Well done, Catherine, and thank you for sharing that. I have a joke this week from Malara. Malara says a customer was wandering through the store and they shared a joke, so Malara had to share it with us, and now I'm sharing it with you. We have an entire jokes channel in the podcast Discord, and it is so much fun. All right, are you ready? This joke is super bad. Grab a dentist, you'll love this one. Did you know a new study says you shouldn't brush your teeth with your right hand anymore? It's true. You should use a toothbrush. It works much better. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to tell the dentist this because it's so bad. I love it. Thank you, Malara. (laughs) On behalf of everyone here, we wish you the very best of reading. Have a wonderful weekend and we will see you back here next week with more holiday fun. Smart Podcast Trashy Books is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.